I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Is it ever okay to slap your child as a form of discipline? Whilst a lot of us may have been on the receiving end of a slap or two from a parent or even a teacher, this form of discipline is not really tolerated nowadays. But with more of us spending more time at home with our children, between trying to juggle homeschooling and work and the never-ending list of tasks that comes with running a house, we can find ourselves snapping that bit more at children or perhaps some parents have given up arguing altogether, preferring an easier life, letting bad behaviour slide. Laura Erskine, our parenting expert from Baby.Club, has a lot to say on this topic of disciplining our children and and she joins me on the line now. Firstly, Laura, thank you so much for joining us on your birthday. Big, massive happy birthday to you. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's one I'd rather forget of getting older now. I think once you get over 40, you can stop counting. Yes, but I hope, you're, I hope, you're, hope, hope the kids are well behaved today now and spoiling mum today. Yes, for the most part, certainly. <laughs> but we did have an outburst not long before this call. Okay. Over our lack of understanding and frustration with our math homeschool by a third class primary school student. So, um, mum found it very difficult to keep her cool. So, um, and uh, the child was getting very, very frustrated and getting more and more angry um, as we tried to solve the problem, um, not listening. Mm-hmm. And um, these are very, very trying times for for parents and and children alike because we're in a very unusual situation. So no matter what home you are from, you know, I might be able to talk the talk. I can't always walk the walk. It is hard. We're all just doing our best. We really are. Now, Laura, like a lot of us, as I mentioned there at the start, you know, we would have been on the receiving end of a slap, you know, as children, short, sharp slap on the hand on the backside. Some of us joke about it as well, you know, the fact that the wooden spoon was used and all of that. It didn't seem to do us any harm. Now, what's your sort of views on that statement? It didn't do us any harm. Yes. um, At best, it's unhelpful. I myself was smacked with a wooden spoon, also a ruler. Um, And, you know, ultimately I've grown up to be a well-adjusted adult um, but that's not the case for everybody and while it may not have done me any harm I still remember those moments like I really remember them vividly Um, and I still feel hurt by them like emotionally hurt forgetting about the physical pain Mm. 
Um, and, and ultimately, that's what happens now. You know, if you were to exercise that same form of discipline that you might have received um, as a child, um, and even thinking it never did you any harm, think about, about how it made you feel at that time. And ultimately, it can make a, a child more vengeful, um, more um, angry, and ultimately more disruptive in terms of their behaviour. They, they feel that... Um, that they've been violated, um, as they have actually physically, um, and we're not teaching them um, anything in that moment. We're, we're, you know, we're not teaching them how to behave. How we're not getting to the root of what the problem is as to why the outburst of that behaviour is, um, and instead we're making them um, more angry. Um, so, which breeds more bad behaviour. And, you know, what about, say, because I agree with you in terms of the, the wooden spoon, it was always that kind of the threat of it was worse than the, nearly than anything else. But, you know, what about, you know, this kind of you're at the, the, the end of your tether. You've told the child countless times not to do something. You've maybe taken a toy away or you've said, right, that's no screen time and the bad behaviour has continued and you've just reached your limit and you just go like that on the hand. What's your is that the same kind of do you still have the same kind of views on that? I do, I'm afraid. Yeah, I mean, initially the, the child, you know, might be stopped in their mm. tracks because they're shocked. Um, but they're also, uh, and they're hurt by the physical action. Um, but the, then there's an emotional breakdown of trust between a parent and a child um, that they actually forget what it is they've done wrong. And um, and, and so it, instead it just breeds contempt um, and, and they feel, uh, you know, that... They want to punish the perpetrator, which is the parent, for the injustice of that physical punishment because because they don't understand what was so bad that they did uh, that deserved that physical violence. I mean, we tell them not to behave in that way mm. with their siblings, with other people, you know, in school. Um, and, and so then we shouldn't model that behaviour. What we want to do is model problem solving so that they can then see that that's the way they deal with challenging situations. And yes, as parents, we can reach the end of our rope mm. um, very easily, especially um, probably more easily in the current environment because we have so many other stressors going on um, and so much is being asked of us as parents. And what I would say at that point is, 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 is rather than disciplining the child, it's actually take a time out for yourself. Yes, um, I was going to mention this. Sometimes I get to the point where I go, oh, and I just, I actually just walk away into another room and I just go, I just don't even want to deal with this at the minute. But actually, as you say that, you know, I stick on the kettle, even the sound of the kettle boiling and the promise of a cup of tea and the, you can kind of calm yourself down a little bit. Exactly. Um, it, it, it's like um, Michelle Obama's famous phrase, you know, when they go low, we go high. Mm. And, and it's become something of, of, an, of a slogan for exercising restraint in, <laughs> in the face of frustration. Um, and actually, what she's talking about there is, is actually it, going high doesn't mean that you're not frustrated, that you're not entitled to um, emotional upset yourself as a parent. It means that your response to the situation has to reflect the solution. So it shouldn't come from a place of anger. Uh, instead, um, wh- while, while anger might feel good in the moment, and that's where a slap comes in or a, an expletive or shouting, it's not actually going to help the situation. Mm. So when you're faced with a challenge like that, what we have to do is try and understand um, why the behaviour happened yeah. uh, and get to the root of that. And that takes time. And it also means that you need to come at it from a calm, rational place. 
So that's where you say to your child, I, I can't talk to you like this and I won't talk to you when you're behaving like this. So I'm going to step outside the room and I'm going to take five minutes to myself to calm down. Um, and I suggest you do the same. Mm, good tactic. And then you come back to the room. You've, you've given yourself a chance to regulate your breathing. <laughs> um, <laughs> think about what you're going to say and, and revisit it from a calmer, more loving place. Um, and essentially, it was just like the maths problem today where she wouldn't listen. And five times I'm trying to explain it. I'm like, mm. why don't you understand me? And you're not even listening. You're there with your hands over your eyes. Then you've moved them to over your ears. <laughs> I'm looking at you going, is it no wonder you don't understand it? Because you're not <laughs> paying any attention. So I need to come at it from a calmer place and say, why do you find maths so hard? Let's yeah. work it out together. Why don't we try doing it visually rather than, you know, counting or instead of doing the tables, let's do something else. It, it is, it's, it's coming at it from a calm or more loving place to get to the root of the problem because all bad behaviour comes from some level of emotional insecurity or upset. Even when they're fighting with siblings because somebody's trying to get one over the other uh, maybe they're looking for attention from a parent. And, it, and it's where um, I say, you know, when you're responding to, to children, um, you know, who, who are acting out, try the four C's method, which is, first of all, to count. So mm-hmm. I start counting out loud. Um, I count to 10. That tells, gives me a chance to calm down. It also sends a message to the child that this is pretty serious. You know, we're, yes, we're <laughs> counting. We're now counting. <laughs> so stop what you're doing right now. Mummy means business. Um, uh, and then, you know, try and be, uh, try and, uh, and tune into the child in terms of cause. So count, then cause. Mm-hmm. Why have they misbehaved? Yeah. Remembering that their outburst might actually be quite far removed from the real reason as to why they're upset. Help them realize how their behavior might actually affect other people, including you and other siblings, um, so that they start to think about their actions. And then be consistent in terms of the discipline and mm-hmm. always follow through. So actually, by removing privileges uh, and screens, that's that's one way to do it. That can actually also make them more upset. Yes. So, uh, you know, there are, there are other methods of discipline where you say, you know, um, rather than me going to punish you for this, what I'm going to do is um, I'm going to spend more time with you. So instead of going out to play with your friends, you and I are going to sit down together and we're going to read a book or you and I are going to play a game together, just you and I, and try and build a bit more of a parent-child bond. Because when, it, when, when you're best friends with your child and when they feel loved and they feel like they're getting all of that, that attention, they want to be good. And that's ultimately the kind of behavior that we're trying to, to foster. So what you might do is remove something, but also give something at the same time and give of yourself. And that's all children want is time, time with their parents. Time with um, their parents. Absolutely. I, I, I see what you're saying there, but I can also sense a few eye rolls, Laura, from the other side of the radios <laughs> here. Uh, a lot of pe- parents might be saying, ah, look, like that's, you know, listen, it's nonsense. You know, we need to, we're spoiling our children and good, you know, they need to know and respect parents and, you know, they need to know boundaries and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, I do have one message here saying, uh, I was smacked with a wooden spoon many times, never felt an- animosity towards the parent issuing the correction. I knew I was in the wrong, accepted my discipline that's coming in from Matty and RD. Yes. Well, and the thing is, is that we, we, we always discipline from our point of reference is always how we were disciplined. Yes. 
Um, because we don't get a manual um, as to how to be a parent. We leave the hospital with a precious little baby and we, you know, we try and figure it out along the way. Now, my child.ie are now producing manuals, believe it or not. Oh, are they? Giving them out to parents. There's a note to two and a two to five year old. So make sure you contact your local public health office and ask for your manual because they are now giving them out. <laughs> they're lovely, actually. I got one the other day. Um, so, yes, it, you know, we, we do tend to go from, from how we were disciplined ourselves. Mm. That's not necessarily always the right way. And while you may not have felt looking back, you've had you have the um the benefit of time. Yes. Um, and you can't remember how exactly you felt in that moment. Um and yes, children do need to understand consequences. They do there does need to be boundaries. There do need to be rules. Um, and so maybe, um, you know, it's 30 minutes screen time instead of an hour or it's no, you can't, uh, you know, we're not going to go and get an ice cream, but we are going to do something else instead yeah. together. Um, and and it, it it's about trying to foster uh, positive behaviour because ultimately, um, you know, discipline is all about um, trying to promote the kind of behaviour you do want to see. That's what that's what positive parenting is all about. And as much as, as it's really hard to do, catching your children being good is the best form of, of, uh, of discipline. Yeah. Um, and that's actually by rewarding them constantly and praising them for the, all of the times that they're being good. Whereas, you know, the Irish way of doing it is if they're being good or if they're being quiet, say nothing. Leave well yes, alone. Um, I know. For the bit of peace, no, but I agree with you there because, you know, we've ha- had some challenging behaviour in our house as well. And, you know, uh, say, for example, last night, you know, I had uh, a scenario where I was saying, right, come on, we're going to tidy up all the toys that's on your bedroom floor now before bed. And I got the, well, it's my floor. I don't care if it's messy. He's only four years of age. This is what he said back to me. And I says, right, well, look, you know, I really want to have a story with you. We probably won't get to do a story if we don't get this t- tidied up now. And, he started tidying reluctantly and then I said look how great you are tidying up we're going to get this done in no time suddenly the tidying sped up so I see what you're saying you know it's about encouraging and praising when they do actually do the right thing Absolutely and and constantly encouraging that behaviour so that they keep wanting to do more and more of it and it's like it's like why children in school love being asked to do a job yes. being teacher's helper and it's because they get praised for it at home when they do something um, and we don't praise them they think well why should I bother doing it again because I didn't get praised mm. and that's the difference between why are you so good in school and not at home it's because they get the rewards now obviously the teacher only has them for a shorter amount of time and doesn't have to deal with all the other stuff but those gold stickers make a difference and all of those positive words really do make a difference. So if we try and, and adopt some of those practices at home, you would be surprised at just, I mean, it's a slower process. Yeah. Um, but it ultimately it produces much better long lasting results. And, and that's really what you want. You want your children to, to grow up to want to be like that. I, I've just realized I, I had a, a surgery there last week um, and a, uh, I, on my hand and I can't use my right hand at the moment. <laughs> my 11 year old this morning, we were making breakfast and um, I asked him to butter the toast. And Christ, uh, sorry for hurting on the <laughs> But he couldn't butter it. Is it. That is terrible as a parent. I haven't enabled him to do that. Um, because I've done it for him for the last 11 years. He couldn't butter toast. He's going to be 12 in June. That's shocking. Yes, so, they um, need these life skills. They do. We need these life skills. We need to, we need to not uh, do everything for them. Mm. We need to praise them when they're being good and give them that sense of independence and responsibility. Um and, you know, that's 
that's really, it's about fostering that good behaviour. Screen time is a bit of a devil in terms of bad behaviour. Yeah, because, you know, you know we, 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 we saw this with Peppa Pig, you know, as well. A lot of people, her parents are giving a little bit Peppa Pig because she was kind of naughty and I, I understand that as well. Just very quickly, because there was a lot of messages on this, a lot of parents using the naughty step. Now, the naughty step, as in, it's a little step in the kitchen. I don't think it's so much the step on the stairs, uh, Super Nanny style, uh, Joe Frost. But what's your views of the naughty step, sitting in the naughty chair to kind of think about what you've done sort of thing? I'm afraid I don't agree with it. Um, And the reason being that um, there's been a lot of research on it, actually, uh, by child psychologists. And it's that you are asking your child to regulate their own emotions and they just haven't got the brain development to be able to do that. So you're asking them to go and think about what they've done when actually sometimes they don't realise that they're bad behaviour, why they've done it. They just needed to act out because they were frustrated or Mm. angry about something. Um, So what they need as a parent is somebody to help them regulate their emotions. It's called co-regulation. And so they need their parent to be with them not to abandon them. Yes. And the uh, and so that's where we, we actually work through why they behaved they did rather than abandoning them and expecting them to come up with a the solution themselves. They're not going to do it and it's not going to achieve anything. And uh, instead, you're better off working through it with them and, um, and also looking at really the basics as to why they might have misbehaved. Is it because you didn't give them enough time um, with them in the day? Mm. Is it, you know, what they say about needing to fill up their cup? Um, it's It's, the same for for a mother as it, as it can't pour from an empty vessel. You need to fill that cup every day with your child with 15 minutes at least uh, of um, time in with them. Yeah. Um, to, you know, have they had too much screens? Because that's also um, can lead to bad behaviour because it's just too much passive um, watching. Yeah. And um, also, uh, have they eaten recently? I think at home, when we're homeschooling, we're so used to all of those school breaks and they keep eating regularly, we're not doing the same amount of, uh, of Yes, it could, be, it could be that they're hangry or something. Yes, exactly. But they <laughs> yeah. don't know how to express that. Yes. Or even thirsty. And they say they're hungry, but actually they're thirsty if they're drinking enough water. Um, and did they get a good night's sleep? You know, are yeah. they tired? Um, so the crankiness could be coming out. Yeah. And sometimes just changing the scenery can really help with discipline. So actually, you know, we're, we're all frustrated right now. Maybe we don't all know why we are. Let's go for a walk. Let's yes. do something else. Let's change the scenery. Let's change the conversation. If you feel like you're not getting anywhere. And so, and allowing your child to start over again in that new environment can be really great. It's the same when you have a crying baby and you take them out of the room, you open the, open the back door and go out into the fresh air. Sometimes the shock of that, just a change of a different scenery can, can really help to change the mood. Laura, as always, great tips. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.